I am so thankful that it is warm today. I am just so incredibly thankful that it is warm today because the last three days have been so cold for West Central Florida. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ask the Garden Geek. My name is Michael Cross. I am your Shiver My Timbers Garden Geek. And I say Shiver My Timbers because it's Gasparilla Week and it's cold. And if you don't know what Gasparilla is, it's Tampa Bay's big pirate celebration that I've never gone to. Let's see, I've lived here since 1964, and I've never gone to Gasparilla. That's where they got this big boat that comes into the harbor, full of pirates, by the way. And they get out and take over the city, and uh, they have a big parade, and there's beads, and there's booze, lots of booze, and, uh, and, and many torrid women showing off body parts in order to get beads. And I've, I, and even with that, I've never gone. I, I, I just have never, one time when I was in, in uh, ninth grade, I was going to go to the Tampa, uh, to the state fair, which was downtown. And it opened on Gasparilla day. And I wanted to go to opening day and we rode our motorcycles and we were on the interstate and we pulled off the interstate and we could look over and see the river and we could see the boat coming in from, but it was from a very long distance and all the other boats that follow around it and all that. And I said, this is an excellent time to get into the fair because everybody's going to be there. So we scooted in, went in the back way and got into the t- into the Florida State Fair and had the greasy, delicious French fries before anyone else could could get in there. So that's the closest I've ever been to Gasparilla. But I don't I don't go. I don't. Here's what I don't do in my old age. I don't go to concerts where there's a ton of people. I do small venue concerts. That's all I'm really interested in seeing. The last large venue concert that I went to was Paul McCartney about ten years ago, or maybe longer. And uh, so I, I don't do large venue concerts anymore. I do small venue concerts. And uh, I don't go to big events like, like Gasparilla where there's going to be 200,000 people crowding the streets, drinking alcohol, and, and uh, you know, throwing beads around. I, just, it, I have virtually no interest in doing any of that. I have a better interest in working out in the yard and speaking of working out in the yard. I got this rather remarkable phone call this week from a friend of mine named Chris who uh, runs the event that I'm speaking at in March called PodFest. By the way, if you are even the least bit interested in podcasting and you want to know all about it, you're going to want to go to something called PodFest in March uh, because that is where all the podcasters in the world come to hang out at, and that's where all the big podcasters are, and that's where I will be. I do a uh, two-and-a-half-hour event there every year called Picha Kucha, where we have 20 speakers come in, and they get five minutes and, five, and 20 slides. They get five minutes to speak, and you would be surprised what you can learn in five minutes. But anyway, my buddy Chris, who's putting on uh, PodFest, by the way, podfestexpo.com. I believe is where you would go for tickets. It's in Orlando, right near Disney World. So, you know, you can go there and it's a three-day event. And they also have VidFest at the same time for YouTube creators. It's just really cool. You're going to see a lot of people that you've seen on YouTube there. You're going to see, you're just going to, there's a lot of famous people. By the way, it's a different culture than other events that I've gone to. 
Chris is really cool on everybody is down home and friendly. And you will meet very famous people in the hallways that uh, will talk to you. They, they don't have any special little rooms where you can go to to meet them personally. No, you can just hang out with people. Everybody hangs out and talks to everybody. And you learn more from being in the hallway than you do for hearing the speakers sometimes. But terrific event. You can meet me there. Uh, you can meet a lot of people there. So I would suggest that. So it's podfestexpo.com, I think, or .net. Just go podfestexpo on the Google and you will find it and, and, and go. It's, it's a pretty cool event. They'll the you know it is it is just a really really cool event. Anyway, but anyway, Chris calls and he's got this friend who has an organic lawn business that he just started a few months ago. Just started it a few months ago, and he is going gangbusters on sales. But he needed help, so I spoke with the young man. We had a very nice conversation. We've since had another very nice conversation, and we're getting together Sunday at uh, Dunning Lane's uh, at the restaurant there, and we're going to hang out for a couple of hours. And I'm going to help him with his program. I'm going to help him to to design his program. So that should be fun and interesting. He has gotten hooked up with uh, people. There are people in the organic space that I find to be, uh, how can I say this? Oh, crooks. Uh, And they come up with something that I refer to as pixie dust. And they call it, it's not a fertilizer, it's, it's, it's a soil amendment. That's what they call them, soil amendments. But then they snicker under their breath and say, this is all you need. And this is what this guy's using, and all of his lawns look terrible, he tells me. I have not seen him, he just tells me that they all look terrible. So I asked him what he was using, and he told me, and I said, oh, it's pixie dust. And he goes, well, this company is, oh, I said, it's pixie dust, because there's no nitrogen, there's no phosphorus, and there's no potassium. And he goes, well, I put down some liquid potassium to help. I said, yeah, but you did it in January, and that's not really the best time to do that. It's nothing that I would suggest that you just jump right into. So anyway, we're going to have a nice long talk, and I'm going to bring a bunch of suggestions for him, and he's going to show me what he's doing. And it should prove to be interesting and fascinating and wonderful and great and swell. So I'm looking forward to it. I, I just am. I'm looking forward to it. So that's how my Sunday is going to be. And he's going to buy me, he's going to buy me, they have like really good French fries there. He's going to buy me some French fries. He doesn't know it yet, but he's going to buy me some French fries. So it'll, it'll be great. I don't know. Trying to get away from carbohydrates. Maybe I won't have French fries. Maybe I'll eat something healthy. I can't imagine doing that. Uh, but anyway, that's the exciting thing. It's winter. We've gone through our first cold snap, and it has been cold, and I mean real bad cold snap. In West Central Florida, we were having temperatures in the 80s. And then, you know, I went to bed one night, and it was like 70 degrees when I went to bed. And I woke up the next morning, and it was 39 degrees in West Central Florida. 39 degrees. Well, you know, then I look out at my yard. My yard looks pathetic. Uh, Everybody else's yard looks pathetic also. And I'm sitting there saying, man. And this lasted for three days. We went three days of very, very cold weather. Yesterday, it was cold as could be. Today, it got up to 71 degrees, and tomorrow it's going to be a little warmer. Then, you know, it's going to be in the 70s for a few days, and it's going to get down in the high 60s and then back up into the 70s. But anyway, I'm not a winter kind of person. I could not live in Michigan again, although I love Michigan. I'm from Michigan. Michigan seems like a dream to me now, but I could not go back. I I could absolutely not go do a, a winter. 
I got a, a friend up there, Mad Dog. He loves it up there in the winter. I got a lot of I got family up there that loves it in the winter. I was just talking to a cousin, and he was telling me how miserably cold it was up there. And he actually moved to Florida briefly, but then moved back because he, he missed it. I've got a nephew that lived in Florida for two years, not far from here, him, him and his wife, and uh, they moved back. They, they moved back up to the Battle Creek area. I, God bless them. Uh, I just can't do that. I've got another friend that lives in Detroit, Maria, and she hates the cold. Absolutely, you know, absolutely hates the cold. Has been to Florida in February when it's warm, and she could go out and you know lay out in the sun and all that good type of stuff. But nope, she is up in Michigan where she wants to live. So better her than me. That's the way I look at it. Uh, there's nothing about it that I miss as far as the seasons are concerned. I do miss the nature of Michigan. Michigan is such a cool state. Michigan is is in Indiana. Michigan and Indiana are just such cool states. They they really are. The outdoors up in Michigan, especially, is just wonderful. Uh, I have nothing but. I, I remember being in the Boy Scouts in Michigan and going camping. I also remember being in the Boy Scouts, and this is not a terribly bad memory. Where we went out in January for to this Boy Scout jamboree, someplace up there. And uh, we camped out in the winter with snow all around us, and we're in our tents, and I've got like three sleeping bags that I'm in. You know, it was like freezing, but we had fun. It, it, was, it was just a lot of fun. So outdoors in Michigan is, is, is just absolutely terrific. So as I'm now getting ready for spring, and that's what I'm doing right now is getting ready for spring, I, I've already done one thing. I went in the back corner of my yard, a place that I never go to. It's on the uh, the west or the east side of my house, <clears throat> and it's fenced in. There's a canopy of my neighbor's trees over the top. Nothing grows in there, so it's just leaves in there. I don't have to mow anything. It's just leaves. It's just there. And uh, I, I go back there last week, and there is a a scrub palm growing up there. Well, I can't have that. I, I just absolutely cannot have that. So I went out there with my handy shovel and I started to dig the thing out. And then I realized what a job that is. But I got most of it dug out and I'm going to spend Saturday uh, doing the rest. And it's, but I got to dig down deep and it's going to be a lot of pulling. And I, you know, normally I would take my truck and attach a strap to it, but I can't get my truck anywhere near this thing. I can't get anywhere, you know, it's just going to be impossible. So it's just going to be a manual, go dig out the palm and, uh, you know, get a couple of people to help me, maybe my son and, uh, uh, you know, and my daughter, and we will just pull the thing out is, is what we're going to do. So, and am I going to plant, transplant it? No, I'm going to drag it out to the street and leave it there. Now, if somebody wants to grab it and take it and transplant it someplace, they may, they're easy to transplant. You just throw them towards the ground and they have a tendency to grow. So I like plants like that. I like plants that require little to no maintenance. And those are, are those kinds of things. And then I've decided on a ground cover that I want to do in my front yard uh, in an area by the master bedroom that comes up from there, I just decided I've got I've got shrubs in there. I'm thinking of pulling, well, not all of the shrubs, but some of the shrubs out, and then making a kind of a large semicircle around there, 
and and putting some type of a ground cover, and I'm still just, you know trying to decide what I'm going to do. It would either be a Pittsford juniper or something leafy down there that grows together very thick. Uh, today I, I saw something that looked interesting like that when I accidentally went down a street I wasn't planning on going down. But uh, I think that's what that's going to be the thing. And these are all the things that I do while the weather is cool and, uh, you know, not 95 degrees, but manageable so where I can go out and do that. So what are your plans for spring? Are, have you been planning on what, you, you know, what you're going to do? I hope you did all your fertilizing in the fall because if you did, wait till you, the spring comes and things start growing. Your plants are going to look so much better than everybody else's. If you didn't, it's okay. I'm with you. I got you. Don't worry. I got you. As we move into February, the end of February, I'm going to start doling out instructions for you. I'm going to give you instructions on fertilizer and what to use to get things cranking up and going. And we're going to be talking about mostly organics, except a couple of chemical fertilizers, but mostly, like on the lawn, we're going 100% organic this year. We're going 100% organics on your lawn this year. Shrubs, not so much, but pretty close to it. So I hope you're having a terrific day. This, well, this is Ask the Garden Geek.